it's Sam and Scott from Ship It Studios Premier Wrestling Podcast, Above the Ring. And Sam, let's talk about Riverside.fm, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record their content. Riverside.fm allows you to record studio-quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a thousand miles away, and it will sound like you're sitting in the same room. Did you know that it's as easy to use as Zoom, but it gives much higher quality audio and video recordings? Did we mention that they have a mobile app? This allows guests to connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for a platform to put over for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to other video content, you should be using uh, Riverside.fm. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside.fm. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. It's another wonderful day. It's Friday. You know what that means. It means it's time for another SmackDown study. This is your SmackDown study for March 26, 2021. We are two weeks away from the beginning of WrestleMania. <sighs> WrestleMania season. Always a great time. Lots of matches. Once again, made for tonight. I can't wait. This um, this WrestleMania is going to be good. I know some people out there are like, oh, it doesn't have the same amount of hype that it used to. And Well, yeah, because we're still in the middle of a pandemic, and it's not going to be, you know, 70-something thousand people screaming, you know, for this pay-per-view, but think of it this way. This is going to be the first time we're going to have fans since last March. It's going to be over a full calendar year since we've had actual people in the stands cheering the wrestlers, not the Thunderdome, not the piped-in Yes chance and EST chance and all the other chants that come in that clearly the people are not doing. It's going to be real. We're going to have some real emotion. I'm sure the wrestlers are going to enjoy it. I know damn well the fans are going to enjoy it. And let's just hope that everything just works well. Everybody stays healthy. It's going to be a good time. And I look forward to it. But that is two weeks from today. By the time you guys listen to this tomorrow morning on Saturday or beyond, it might be even less than two weeks. But that's neither here nor there. Let's get to it. It's going to be great. So the show tonight kicks off Daniel Bryan, the leader of the Yes Movement, the tapper of Roman Reigns comes out basically stating that he wants another shot at the title. And he's not leaving the ring until he gets an answer. So, basically, 
that really doesn't that doesn't really stand all that well with uh, uh, a certain rated R superstar who uh, comes down to the ring, basically telling Daniel Bryan, "You lost twice. You don't get this. I've earned it. It's mine." End of story. Daniel clearly doesn't enjoy this, doesn't want to deal with it. So we have ourselves a little mini brawl, but that ends in about five seconds because Edge, with his spear out of nowhere, takes Daniel out. And then Edge grabs a chair, smashes Daniel Bryan's back. This would be a theme. Just to, just to let you guys know, this will be the theme for what happens during our main events. <laughs> so Edge is clearly beginning to crack. And I've missed this type of – I've missed this Edge, this almost psychotic Edge. I haven't seen – I haven't seen this type of edge since his feuds with John Cena back in the day. Like the, just the, the, the utter hatred he used to have for John. Um, but yeah. So if we're getting back to that, that, <laughs> that I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready for this. This is going to be great. But that was only the first few minutes of the show. More to come, but we'll get to that. After that, we had ourselves a rematch from Fastlane. Seth Rollins taking on and defeating once again Shinsuke Nakamura in another great match. But however, after the match, Seth decides that he wants to make an example out of Nakamura. Starts beating up on Nakamura, which this causes Cesaro to come out from the back of the back of the arena, comes in, starts brawling with with Rollins, gives him what hell of a European uppercut, and then tries to go to swing him again, and Seth able to fight out of it. So we're cruising towards a WrestleMania match with those two, and I'm telling you right now, it's gonna be. It's going to be a workhorse match, and it might even steal whatever night it's on. It might steal the show that night. This will be Cesaro's first one-on-one match at a WrestleMania, which is a crime upon itself, but I digress. And Seth can make anything pretty much look like gold. Not that Cesaro needs that, but just that extra fine touch that Seth has in his big matches this could be one of the best. Like I said, this could steal the show. This could be the best match, best match of whatever night it's on. So we'll see. After that, we had six man tag action. It was Biggie and the Street Profits taking on the Alpha Academy and Apollo, with Apollo getting the pin on Big E. So. It was also announced before this match got started that there is a rematch from Fastlane at WrestleMania. 
Big E will once again put his Intercontinental Championship on the line against Apollo. And now with Apollo scoring a pin on Big E, this just makes that whole feud so much better, too. So, oh, man. As long as they don't have another screwy finish like they did at Fastlane, we may have ourselves a new IC, ty- a new IC champ. I don't know. I haven't fully made my decision yet. I'm sure that, you know, once Sam makes his picks for this show, since he doesn't watch the product, he's probably going to still beat me because that's the way the wrestling gods apparently want it, and it makes me sad. (laughs) But after that, we moved on to the KO show. Kevin Owens' special guest was the man who nearly kicked his head off his shoulders last week, Sami Zayn. And Kevin had one question that he wanted to ask Sammy. Sammy just decided to go off on this rant about his video, but his 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 controversy video against him and how you know uh, he's got people trying to get involved and I believe it. What a sound completely out of touch here, but I think it was Logan Ryan. I might be wrong, and please don't hurt me for this, but I don't know. I, I'm old and I work two jobs. I don't have a lot of time for YouTube nowadays. So, <laughs> but I mean, the guy's got like 23 million followers, subscribers, and it's just like, my goodness gracious. So he's involved, and Sammy's having a, a red carpet. Oh, my God. Excuse me. See, this whole segment just makes me tired. <laughs> He's going to have a red uh, carpet segment next week for the trailer of his conspiracy video. Um, and that gentleman's going to be there with him. So it's going to be uh, it's going to be interesting. I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing when this actually when this thing actually does come out, because, you know, Sammy does have people following him around. But it's not for you know storyline purposes. It's legit, and like they are doing some type of you know documentary on them. So we'll see what happens. Should be interesting because WWE has not missed with any of their um, any of their shows like that. It's just some of their best work. So I'm excited to see what happens. So basically, what happens during the KO show? is Kevin Owens finally gets Sammy to shut up, basically after just yelling at him forever. And and just ask Sammy, you and me, one-on-one, WrestleMania, yes or no? Sammy trying everything he possibly can to get out of it. And Kevin's just literally in his face. Yes or no? Sammy says, yes, fine. Is this what you want? KO says, yep, now I'm just going to get the shit out of you. And he ends up doing exactly that. Laying him out with a big stunner at the end, too, was satisfying to watch. So, (laughs) after that, we had Bianca Belair versus Natalia uh, with Tamina out there as well. Sasha making her presence known as always because she is the blueprint, the SmackDown Women's Champion. So, she's going to do what she wants out here to scout Bianca. But Sasha tried to 
tried to get in Bianca's head, and unfortunately it backfired for her as Bianca slapped the taste out of Sasha's mouth, knocked her, like, like almost corpsed her, bam, and Sasha just fell over to heap. It was pretty. It was pretty hilarious to watch. I was like, "Holy shit!" Then she gets in the ring. Kod's Natalia starts to celebrate, but of course, Sasha not gonna take this lying down. Gets back in the ring, drops a backstabber on Bianca, and Sasha looking strong in this segment. This match is gonna be brutal between Sasha and Bianca. We still don't know who's main eventing night one, but wouldn't surprise me if these two did it. I know there's some hashtags out there talking about having Sasha and Bianca being the main event for night one. It's definitely a possibility. Um, I would definitely not be upset about it because I believe these two have worked hard enough throughout this whole year, especially Sasha. No, you know, not to knock Bianca because Bianca's been on fire since she's come up. But, you know, everything Sasha's done with Bailey beforehand and how Sasha's been running as champion has just been top notch. So I'm I'm excited to see where this where this end up, ends up going. After that we had singles action. Uh it was Dolph Ziggler uh with his uh, tag team partner and champion. Robert Roode taking on Rey Mysterio with Dominic at ringside. Now, at one point during this match, Dolph Ziggler hit a masterful zigzag on Ray, And I was like, well, that's the match right there. Like, I, I had a tweet half written, ready to go. And Ray kicks out at two. I'm like, you kidding me? That was the perfect way to end the match. But no. No, no. Can't do that. So he kicks out at two, scrap for a few seconds. And then, of course, here comes the 619. Then he drops the dime. He gets the 1 2 3 on Dolph. Sad times everywhere because the Dirty Dogs are not getting any airtime. Number one. Number two, they keep losing. It's not how you're supposed to build your champs, guys. The SmackDown tag team division already is, is is insane. It's pretty much a mess because we don't know who's number one contenders because everybody's beating everybody else. So it's like there's no clear division. Maybe that's a good thing. Maybe we'll have a, a tag team scramble or something, you know, or gauntlet match. I don't know. Something at WrestleMania to determine a champion because right now we've got a whole bunch of teams that are in the running for it. So we'll see what happens. But after that, then we went to our main event, which wasn't a match, but a, a decision for Mr. Scrap Daddy himself, Adam Pierce, coming out to the ring with both, or actually, with all uh, competitors. Uh, that are in, possibly could be involved in this championship match. We had the Universal Champion Rom- Roman Reigns himself with uh, Paul Heyman and uh, Jay Uso. You had Edge, and you have Daniel Bryan. Adam Pearce basically just laid out a whole bunch of different terms, basically saying that everybody had 
you know, the right idea about everything. However, Adam decided that since what happened to Daniel Bryan makes him deserving of a championship match, he's changing the singles match between Roman Reigns and Edge to now a triple threat match, putting in Daniel Bryan. Now, I think a whole lot of us knew this was coming, especially with how Daniel's been kind of ramping up um, and his sudden selfish streak about how everything needs to be about him. I understand, you know, he's worried about the clock ticking on last chances at WrestleMania. And now he's getting himself another main event. Is this to protect Edge? Is this to help? I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know what their plans are for this. I mean, I, this could be a way to take the title off of Roman and not have Roman lose, which is, I guess is fine. But then what's going to happen when Roman wants his title back? So I don't know. I really don't know how this match is going to go, to be honest with you. Um, we still got another two weeks before anything needs to happen. So. We'll see. It's just also so, it's also so weird that WrestleMania now is the day after SmackDown. I'm so I'm not used to that. Number one, number two, with WrestleMania being two nights again, it's just yeah. Be thankful when it goes back to being just one night, <laughs> one long excruciating day. I'm okay with that. It's fine. It's better that way. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. So after Adam Pierce makes the decision, Roman clearly upset about this, starts barking at Adam Pierce. And meanwhile, Edge and Daniel Bryan begin to brawl, turns into a Pierce Sixer. Everybody just beat the living snot out of one another. And then Edge gets himself a chair, starts molly whopping people. Jay Uso tries to get involved and he pays for it dearly as well. And then at one point, Edge looked like he was about to set up a double concerto for one for Edge. Uh, I'm sorry, one for Daniel Bryan, one for Roman Reigns. And then uh, Jay gets involved a second time, and he eats a, a steel chair to the back and to the gut multiple times, allowing Roman to roll out of the ring and up the ramp. And then he begins to try to pull Daniel back into the ring so he can, can deliver that concerto I was talking about. But WWE officials hit the ring to stop him. Edge strikes a couple of them with steel chairs. So Edge probably looking at a fine, number one. Number two, Daniel Bryan able to roll out of the ring and, and into safety. Uh, so basically the show ends with Edge taking one of the steel chairs, opening up, sitting in the ring, and just has this glare. That That... Angry evil edge is back. Like he is cracking under the pressure and cracking under the frustration of not being able to have quote unquote his moment. So it's yeah, I enjoyed this. I love this edge, this type of edge. So I'm really excited. I am excited before this match. I don't know who's gonna win, and I think that's the best thing. 
I don't know who's going to win this match. So we'll see over the next two weeks what happens. But as of right now, I have no idea. None whatsoever. And I love that. So that was SmackDown. Real good show, like I said. Um, it, it flies by like it always does. Um, but, yeah, we're less than two weeks away. Actually, a little over two weeks, sorry. Um, but, yeah, we're, we're heading towards it. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much the show for tonight, guys. Thank you so much once again for listening. I really appreciate you all. If you don't already, please follow us on Twitter at media underscore Bedlam. You can find us on Facebook and on YouTube as Bedlam Media and on Instagram as Bedlam Media Official. You can find myself pretty much everywhere at Scotty J Stream. And you can find this podcast pretty much everywhere at this point. If you do listen to a particular podcast platform where you get your podcast for said platform and Ben the Media is not a part of it, please let us know in any way possible. We'll add ourselves to it if we can, and then you can do all your one-stop podcast shopping and add a little Bedlam to your day. So once again, guys, thank you so much for listening. Hope you have a wonderful weekend. Or if it's during the week, I hope you have a wonderful week when you get to listen to this. Most importantly, do not forget to join the Bedlam. Good night. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.